day of shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. Alright, hi guys. Welcome to another bite of Twilight. I am Mel. And I'm Kel. Cousins. <laughs> Do you have to cough? Yeah. Guys, sorry that this episode is late. I am just getting over COVID. Oh no. So uh, behind the times. It took me over two years to get it. But Poor I Mel. finally did and I'm a survivor. Remember our Patreon episode that was like, one thing I was absolutely positive, Rob tested positive. Yes. <laughs> it was such a big deal to us that I Rob know. got COVID. It was like breaking news. Yeah. I mean, that was like tough because how embarrassing. Not for him. Like, obviously, we all get COVID, but like they just started shooting again. Oh, I know. And I they know. had to like Batman. push back production. But it was shocking. Yeah. And he got it before the vaccine. Yeah. But... I did have symptoms. Like, it was actually pretty bad. I know. Yeah. Charlie. Not Charlie Swan. Charlie, my boyfriend, (laughs) had it too. And it was really bad. Yeah. I wasn't as bad as him, but it's just, like, refuses to go away. Stay safe out there, people. It's crazy. I can't believe it's still going on. I know. Seriously. It's, like, scary. Poor Mel. So yeah, she might have a cough a little bit in this episode. Oh, mm. it's been it's been a long time though. Yeah, I'm way. like past the ten days. <laughs> I'm not just like <laughs> hanging out. <with> yeah. <laughs> it's worth the risk. Yeah, I'd do anything for this podcast. <laughs> it's true though. <laughs> but speaking of this podcast. This is our second to last episode. Yeah. Can, I mean, we will Full. have a bonus yeah. one, too. But. Second to last public episode. <sighs> Penultimate. Mm-hmm. It's a tough word to say. I know. It's sad. I know. And so this one is just going to be a beautiful collage of different topics that you guys have recommended. Yeah. And things that probably would have never been good in a full episode. Yeah. Yeah. So... It would have been a stretch. Yeah. But yeah, a bunch of different topics today. Just Twilight mania. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a good one, I think. I think so, Not too. Not to pat myself on the back. <laughs> and at the end of this episode, we're going to tell you a little bit more about our new mm-hmm. show. Unfortunately, our next show. I don't think we can tell you the name yet. Yeah, uh, maybe not. Because <laughs> we still, we lost time from me having COVID and stuff mm. to set that all up. But yeah, we're we so don't want to like tell you the name and then you try to find it online or something and, and you it's can. not there. Yet. Yeah. So <laughs> but we're going to work on it soon. But yeah, we will tell you what the show is about mm. at the end. Yes. And I hope some of you will join us for the new show. I really mm. hope so. Yeah, yeah, guys, we love you, and we feel like you are our friends. Mm-hmm. A lot of the same people who we talk to all the time, Rachel, yeah. Olivia, mm-hmm. Teresa, Deb, Deb, <laughs> um, 
Carrie Klingon Peel. <laughs> Carrie, yes. <laughs> Cloudy Forbes. Yeah. Sim, Sim the Third. Yeah. <laughs> Chris. Yeah. Uh, Cassie. So many. You're probably missing some. <laughs> so many people. So sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to reflect more about that. In the last episode. Yeah, Yeah, we're just going to go to town on your name dropping. (laughs) Yeah, we just read a bunch of people. Marina? Yeah. Marina. Yeah, we know you guys. Yeah, we know you. Lauren? Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's probably a couple are like, I know, I know. I feel like I could just say any basic name. No, but there's a few Laurens that I actually have in mind. There's one girl, I'm forgetting her name right now, but she lives in Sweden, and I follow her, and I'm so fascinated by her life. Oh my god, I love her. (laughs) Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. No, I I think her name is with an I. Oh, maybe there's another one. Mm -hmm. She's, I think she's like American, but moved to Sweden. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's Isabella. Um, Hi. Obviously, Annika. Oh, yeah, yeah. Long-time listener. Annika. Who just had a baby. Congratulations, yeah. Annika. Maeve. Maeve. Baby Maeve. I love that name. I know. That's, like, my favorite girl's name. Annika, oh my I hope God. you're not mad if I have Angel. A... Oh, yeah, Angel. I know. <laughs> yeah, Angel. I know. I feel like I haven't heard from Angel in a while. I know. Do you still listen to Angel? <laughs> That's why I didn't say. Because I was like, I haven't heard from her. But Angel's the best. Yeah. Oh, she's, this is sad. She's a good buddy. I know. It is really sad. And, like, I've asked a couple, a couple people, like, do you think we're making a mistake? Mm-hmm. Luckily, they all have said no. Because that, like, affirms our decision or yeah, whatever. Exactly. But it is tough. Oh, my mom was like... Maybe you shouldn't quit. Maybe, I know. Yeah. My mom said that too. Yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You've been saying for ages we should end it because she's yeah. like oh, so yeah tough. I don't know because she she'll be like, I don't know how you're still doing that show. Yeah. Well, she's always. I think she's just like um like conscious like that we're not like overworking ourselves. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Natalie, you just yes. came to mind. Yes. <laughs> um. But I couldn't believe my mom said that. I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, I know. But, yeah, I mean, it is four movies. No, sorry. Four books, five movies. Well, five books, five movies, I guess. And some bonus books as well. Some bonus books. But, you know, it, it isn't infinite. I do wonder about other, like, Twilight creators, you know, like, mm. what, when will they stop or will it be forever, you know? Yeah. <sighs> it's tough. I think if we do, if we we are ending this. But <laughs> if we end it. <laughs> but stepping away, I think it will give us the opportunity to potentially come back at some point mm-hmm. because there will be a lot of things that have happened yeah. since then. And we want you guys to know that we have fully intended to come back to cover any major things that happen mm-hmm. so if you want write to stephanie put pressure on her yeah true tell her to come up with a new book yeah and uh, don't unsubscribe because yeah yeah we might come back yeah with something robin kristen got back together yeah, i know That's oh my episode. god <laughs> um it's just funny though because think about like stephanie ending the series uh, yeah you know so many people must have told her like no, you Keep could write go- oh, 10 books. You know, like, Harry yeah. Potter was longer. Like, girl, you could have written way more. And she had the guts to just mm-hmm. be like, nope. 
It's over. Yeah. Even though she did Midnight Sun, it's, you know, it's Twilight in Edward's mm-hmm. perspective. It's not really, like, she kept doing it. You know, that's really gutsy of her because when she was writing Breaking Dawn, the movie was in production. Yeah, or it was true. in development. And yeah. so she had no idea even really how big it was going to be. I know. Like, if she had only just, like, held off from writing <laughs> Breaking Dawn, there probably would have been a lot more pressure yeah. to be, like, like you have to do, like, four more books. I know. I'm sure even after Break, even though there was a whole ending, Mm -hmm. you know, it says the end at the end of Breaking Dawn, but I'm sure people still said, like, you could write more. Mm -hmm. And she said so many times in interviews and stuff, like, no, I'm done with it. Yeah. Not in those words, but, yeah. But we're not going to say that because we're not positive. No, I know, I know. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, if she can end Twilight, we can end our podcast about Twilight. Yeah, exactly. You know. (sighs) So, yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of things. First and foremost is the inspiration behind a lot of the qualities of Twilight from the classic literature that Stephanie loves so much um, Mm -hmm. from the Bronte sisters, Mm -hmm. including Withering Heights, which... I actually didn't end up reading. That's okay. But Kelly's read a couple times now. <laughs> and Jane Eyre, which I have read a couple times, but I did not reread it for this. That's okay. I had never read Jane Eyre before until recently, and I loved it. I'm just going to geek out. You did? Yeah. Yeah. I did. I love both of these books. I, I would consider, so Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte. Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte, sisters. Hmm. sisters. And then their sister was a writer, too. Oh, who's, their, who's the third sister? Anne, I think her name was. Oh, okay. And then their brother, I think, was a nice painter, I think. Yeah, they, so this book I'm holding right now is mm-hmm. Wuthering Heights, and it says the cover shows a painting of Emily Bronte by her brother, Patrick Bronte. Wow, so he's he a great artist. The cover? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that crazy? They were so talented. Wait, that's her? Yeah, this is um Emily, like apparently the, the author. The, yeah, like they he painted her. Yeah. Oh wow. I know. So is she supposed to look like the character? I don't think so because I think Catherine, Kathy, I think is blonde. So I think it's just a picture of the author on the cover. Oh, but cool. How is this family so creative? Yeah. They must have I freaking get it. Had connection. <laughs> <laughs> it's so insane. But Emily died before this was published, Withering Heights. Yeah, I think so. That's sad. So that's correct. Oh, yeah. so that's sad. Yeah. And Charlotte wrote, like, an intro to it. Yeah. How did Man. she die? Do you know? Illness? A lot of the Brontes died pretty young. Yeah, I think they were just kind of a sickly, yeah. talented family. Oh, that's awful. I know. They're fascinating. I would like to learn more about them. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so... I feel like I'm just gonna go off and nerd out for a while. Yeah, I do it. And I'll, I'll do respond to it. I mean, it. you've read, read Jane Eyre and like you started Wuthering Heights. I'll remind you what Wuthering Heights is yeah, about. Yeah. But why are we talking about these books, guys? You I might... did watch the movie, by the way. You did? Yeah, I watched oh, the movie. Oh, I didn't know you did that. Which one? Um, I okay. I saw. So I, I haven't even started a mini series of it. Wuthering Heights. Wuthering Heights. Yeah. But then I was like, wait a minute, I didn't watch a whole mini series. Yeah. So then I watched the movie that came out not that long ago. I think it was like 
2011. Yeah. Did it have Kaya, Dario? She was in Skins. I, who did she play in Skins? Effie. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Go back to your party, Effie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it did have her. Was it like 2011? Or do you think yeah. it was like the 2000s? Yeah, it was like uh, that decade. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was 2013, but I might okay. be wrong. Um, but the, both the miniseries and the movie were like around the same time period. Okay. But scary. It was kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. It is kind of scary. Mm-hmm. It's very gothic. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a movie version of it i'm trying to figure out like which one's the best or maybe i should just watch like 10 of them because yeah. there's so many i was watching clips on youtube and it's so passionate so over the top i was watching like 70s clips like from that movie or maybe yeah. the 60s and it's like Kathy, <laughs> Heathcliff! and you're like running across the field it's so over the top but okay so cool should we do a plot overview for people who maybe. haven't read it yeah well, first, I just want to say, like, you might be wondering why we're talking about these books specifically. And, like, yeah, Stephanie Meyer's a big fan of classic literature, but, like, why aren't we talking about, you know, Sense and Sensibility? Or why aren't Romeo we talking and about... Romeo Juliet. Yeah. Which... Romeo um, and Juliet, I kind of don't know why that's, I like, think it's, like, New Moon, the suicide thing. Italy as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so Stephanie... I'm going to touch on this in a second... So interesting, actually, that she, like, takes these classic literature stories and ends them happily. Yes, that is so true. And I feel like that's what happened with Wuthering Heights and, like, Jane Eyre. I mean, Jane Eyre ends pretty happy, but, mm-hmm. like... Not really. Uh, yeah, I know. There's we'll get to it. There's some caveats. <laughs> there is in Twilight, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think Romeo and Juliet is New Moon, but it's, like, what if... They prevented Romeo from killing himself. Yeah. So, oh, that's so true. You know. But, so, we have the, we got this from the festival, the um, Harper Teen version of Romeo and Juliet, and they made it look like Twilight. Mm-hmm. And they also made Wuthering Heights in Pride and Prejudice. Um, so that's why I brought it out here, just to look at it. But I don't know why they didn't do Jane Eyre. What about Pride and Prejudice uh, does, is evocative of Twilight at all? I actually I have only read it on the SATs <laughs> passages. I read it, but I was like 18, mm-hmm. so I don't remember so well. But I think it's, you could think of kind of like the beginning of Twilight when they're like, maybe it's better if you weren't my friend or, you know, like yeah. they don't really like each other, but they do. Mm-hmm. There's like tension there. Yeah. He's so mean. You know, but then they end up together. Yeah. I don't know. That's the only thing I would see is that's, the... I feel like kind of loose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually mentioned in the books, these two books, which I found. <laughs> I have all the Twilight books, <laughs> yeah. except for Breaking Dawn here. Nothing to say about Breaking Dawn today. Okay. I like color-coded these. What? Okay. In Midnight Sun... Edward asks her, like, her favorite books, and she says, Jane Eyre, I read that one pretty often, too. That's my idea of a heroine. Anything Mm. by any Bronte. And then she keeps talking about other books. So I feel like that's the only mention of Jane Eyre. But when you read Jane Eyre, as you have, like, she's so similar to Bella. And then in Eclipse, she's reading Wuthering Heights for school. Um... 
And it says, we ate in silence for a moment. Charlie was still scanning the news. So I picked up my much abused copy of Wuthering Heights from where I'd left it this morning at breakfast and tried to lose myself in turn of the century England while I waited for him to start talking. And there's more about it in a bit. Wow, how but. did you find those passages? <laughs> did you reread a clip uh, as well? I just remembered it was in mm. the beginning, kind of. So I just looked for it. And then I, because it's like italicized, yeah. so it's not too hard to find. Edward says later, like, I can't believe you're reading Wuthering Heights again. Don't you know it by heart yet? And then he says, like, I don't understand why you like it. The characters are ghastly people who ruin each other's lives. I don't know how Heathcliff and Kathy ended up being ranked with the couples like Romeo and Juliet or Elizabeth Bennet and Mr. Darcy. It isn't a love story. It's a hate story. <laughs> you have some serious issues with the classics, I snapped. Perhaps it's because I'm not impressed by antiquity. <laughs> okay, Edward. So, the plot of Wuthering Heights. Mm-hmm. You want to know it? Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> well, I watched the movie, so yeah. it's, it's Kathy is in this family, yeah. and um, Heathcliff. Heathcliff is was like a, described as like a gypsy like boy. Like an orphan? Yeah, that Kathy and her brother Hindley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kathy and her brother Hindley live at Wuthering Heights, which is a house. Yeah. And mm-hmm. their dad brings home this kid who is Heathcliff. Well, he doesn't have a name or anything. Yeah. And he's described as being, like, much darker. Yeah. Skinned and hair, and they don't know where he came from. Um, and he's kind of like her brother, right? Like, growing up. <laughs> this is a thing that is so similar to Twilight. Yeah, like, it is. They live they together. Live together. It's together. weird. But they're not actually related. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I love that connection. Um, he's, like, raised with them, but... And the dad is very loving to Heathcliff, mm-hmm. but that makes... The, but the brother hates him. Yeah, the brother hates him for that reason, mm-hmm. because the dad... I think thinks his own son, Henley, is not such a great guy. So yeah. he loves how sweet Heathcliff is and stuff. So after the dad dies and the mom died too, then Henley is um, in charge of Wuthering Heights. And yeah. he basically makes Heathcliff be like their servant mm-hmm. or like not part of the family anymore. But but And Kathy is in love with him when they yeah. age. Yeah. So, but she can't openly be in love with him. <laughs> They were, like, wicked close (laughs) growing Mm -hmm. up. Kathy and Heathcliff, they were crazy together, like, so uncivilized, like, dirty all the time, like, running around, Mm -hmm. pulling pranks, swearing. They were just wild children together. And then, yeah, they grow up, um, and they're still really, really close. But she goes, I don't know why, she goes over to, oh, they both go to their neighbor's house, Mm -hmm. Thrushcross Grange, which is, like, four miles away. And she becomes sick. And this is, like, so back then. Yeah. Like, when you would become sick somewhere else, you just end up staying for a month. So yeah. she, like, stayed at their house that whole time. And they dressed her up, you know, kind of taught her to be more proper. And that's where she met Edgar and Isabella Linton. Mm-hmm. Isabella. Oh, that's um. true. <laughs> and I guess Edgar. Yeah, Edgar sounds kind of like Edward. Mm. Um... So, she goes back to Wuthering Heights, and she's, like, a little different now since mm-hmm. she's been with these more civilized people, but she still loves Heathcliff, and yeah, they love each other. They're, like, in um, love, but 
when Edgar proposes to her, she doesn't know what to say because she loves Heathcliff, but he has, like, nothing, you know? Yeah, he's, there's class differences. Yeah, he's yeah. basically just, like, a person that lives at their house. Like, yeah, he doesn't... like, it's not an option that she'd be with him. Yeah, um, but she wants to be with him, and this is, like, the famous... I might just read it, if I can find it. So she's asking... The narrator of the book is, like, their mm-hmm. maid, or... And she's talking to Servant. Her, the maid Nellie. about how she yeah. loves Heathcliff. And she's saying, oh, Edgar proposed to me, and I don't know what to do. And Nellie's like, what's the problem? He's like, she says, oh, he loves me, I love him, he's beautiful, he's awesome, like, he's rich, it's perfect. And Nellie's like, what's the problem then? And no, Nellie says, what about Heathcliff? And Heathcliff is, like, eavesdropping mm-hmm. in the other room and hears her say, like, I couldn't marry Heathcliff. Like, he's a brute or, like, he's insane or, yeah. I don't know. And then that's when Heathcliff, Heathcliff runs away. But she hears it, at, like, he hears the wrong part. <laughs> yeah, he, that's all he hears. She doesn't hear, like, but I love him so much. Yeah. So Heathcliff hears that part, runs away, and then Nellie says, I don't know what the, know what the problem is then. Why don't you just marry Edgar? And she. She said, Kathy says, because he's more myself than I am. Whatever our souls are made of, his and mine are the same. And Linton's is as different as moonbeam from lightning or frost from fire. And she just goes on to say how much she loves Heathcliff. Nellie, I am Heathcliff. He's always, always in my mind. Not as a pleasure any more than I am always a pleasure to myself, but as my own being. So don't talk of our separation again. It is impractical. And anyway... Heathcliff didn't hear that part, so he leaves and doesn't come back for, like, years. Mm-hmm. And during that time, she married Edgar Linton, because... Yeah. What she, was she going to do? I know. She thought Heathcliff was gone forever. Yeah. So, he comes back, and they're reuniting scene. Their scene when they're reunited is mm-hmm. so, like, passionate and so over the top. Sorry, this is, like, such an in-depth synopsis. But... Okay, it goes on. He marries Edgar's sister. Yes. They have a kid. So her sister-in-law. Yeah, her sister-in-law. Yes. And her and Linton, Edgar Linton, have, have a, a kid. kid. Then she dies. Yes. Um, so their two kids, mm-hmm. Heathcliff and Kathy's kids, are cousins. Yes. First cousins. But that was very normal at it the was, time. It was. It was normal. A lot of people married their first cousin, which I know is weird for us because we're first cousins. Even Edgar Allan Poe married his first cousin. I still remember being at a family party when we were kids and my mom being like, it is perfectly legal to marry your cousin. It's wrong, <laughs> but you can do it. So Melissa could technically marry Peter. She said that? <laughs> so, yeah, no and way. I remember being no like, way. what the fuck? <laughs> I, think, I think second cousins would still be weird, but I think I would be okay. Like, I wouldn't judge someone for marrying their, like, further out cousin yeah you know yeah i don't know it is still weird but i think back then i don't know it seems like in the story they didn't know anyone else oh exactly and (laughs) back then like people didn't travel as far yeah and you had so many cousins (laughs) (laughs) you had so many cousins it's crazy this whole book takes place over like 40 years probably or more and I feel like you only see these two houses. It's like yeah, it's well, like kind of like Twilight. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's like The Sims. Um, but yeah, then the second half of the book, Heathcliff is alive throughout the whole thing. But the mm-hmm. second half of the book is more about their the next generation. 
So I won't really get into that, but it the rest of the book is Heathcliff feeling like really tormented and like talking to Kathy, mm-hmm. even though she's dead, like he thinks she's there and maybe she is, I don't know. Yeah, um, but she's kind of like a ghostly presence. Yeah. 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 Um, and at the end of the book, this really reminded me of Twilight. He stopped eating and he's just described as being like ghoulish and mm. Nellie even uses the word vampire at one point, which I was like, wow. whoa, <laughs> like that's cool. And the talking and hearing reminded mm. me a lot of New Moon too. Like hearing Edward mm-hmm. and thinking like even though he's not there, like he's a presence. Yeah. Me of that, and just the passion between them was and like wow. The, the love triangle aspect, yes. too, of wanting to be with one person but yeah. having a nice, yeah, suitable option that like makes sense to be with, which would yeah. be um, Edgar is yeah. like Jacob in yeah. that sense. It's almost like this is what I imagine Wuthering Heights is kind of like if. Bella got with Jacob and then mm. Edward came back. Oh my god. You know? That's such a good way to put it. Like, what would she do? Mm-hmm. Kathy does cheat on Edgar at one point. I was shocked reading this book because yeah. it's from like the 1800s. Oh my god. I don't know. I was just shocked that they were like literally kissing when she was married. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. oh, Bella would cheat on I know. Jacob. <laughs> and <laughs> Edward came back. Yeah. And I should say, he cliff. So he was really sweet as a child, but mm-hmm. he grows up to be, like, very mean yeah. and horrible. Is he, like, a drunk? That's what I got from the movie. Um, I don't think so. Okay. His, but he's tormented. His, well, not his, but Catherine's brother was a drunk, and that's how he died. Mm-hmm. But maybe he was, but um, he's just crazy. And I do think when Kathy was still alive, he was still somewhat redeemable. Mm-hmm. I think he was, like, okay, but after she dies he becomes so horrible yeah and is so mean to Catherine jr mm-hmm. and he repeatedly i underlined it every time use the word slut in the book oh my god i was shocked by it because i didn't even know they said that oh back my then. god i can't believe stephanie read that I know. <laughs> he's like be gone you <laughs> slut <gasps> she's someone way younger than him yep Oh, my God. And it's Catherine's daughter. Yeah, like, that's awful. His daughter-in-law. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of Snape in a way. Yeah, that's so Snape, true. Snape, supposedly, yeah, he loves Lily, but is so mean to Harry. Yeah. And I've always thought that was weird. Like, How could you be mean to the child of the person that you love? Yeah, that's what Heathcliff does. Um. So then Jane Eyre, as you know. Mm-hmm. But if you guys have never read it, I didn't read it in high school or anything, so I didn't know. Jane Eyre, I feel like the narrator, Jane, is so Bella. Yeah. So this is about girl, well, do you want to recap it? You might be closer to Yeah, it. I did just read it. Mm-hmm. Um, she is an orphan, and she lives with her aunt, and her aunt is very cruel to her, and she isn't She's kind of like Heathcliff in a way. Like, she's not treated as part of the family. Yeah. Um, But then when she is, like, 10 or, I don't know, a little bit older, she gets to go to an all-girls school. Mm -hmm. This book, so there is, like, a romance, but a majority, like, the whole beginning is, like, her childhood. Yeah. So it takes a while. I kept Mm -hmm. being like, when does Mr. Rochester come in? Like, I've heard of Mr. Rochester before. Like, where is he? Um, She goes to, like, an all-girls school and... um, 
I did enjoy those parts, though. I felt like they were really nice, like, yeah. insights about life mm-hmm. and stuff. But then when she's, like, 18 or 20 or something, she finally leaves the girls' school and takes a position as, like, a private tutor to mm-hmm. a little girl at a mansion somewhere. I'm forgetting the name. Um, but that's where Mr. Rochester lives. Wait, and who's a little girl at the mansion? The little girl... So... The master of the house, or whatever, yeah. is master Ed- of the house. Edward Rochester. <laughs> master of the house. Is Edward Rochester, and there's this little girl there. What is her name again? There's a girl there, and <laughs> her connection. Oh, Adele. Oh yes. Um, her connection is mysterious. And Mr. Rochester has all these secrets, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is very Edward-like. Yes, and his secrets. name is Edward. And his name is Edward. And he's, like, grumpy, mm-hmm. and just the way he talks is so Edward. But there's a chemistry yes, between the two. Yes, there's a chemistry. Show. And so she's, like, teaching this little girl. Cause she she ended up being a teacher at the girls' mm-hmm. school, so she had, like, experience. And Jane's personality is, like, very much, I don't want to say, like, a people pleaser, but, mm-hmm. like, passive yes and quiet yes and like intellectual but not like but she's very confident yeah Yeah. she is bella Mm -hmm. exactly like she is so especially later when she spoiler is like romantic with mr rochester she's very like she calls him her master Mm -hmm. and stuff not in a creepy way but she just it's a bit submissive, but she also has, like, a fire to her. Like, when yeah. something is wrong, in her opinion, or she thinks something's unjust, she will speak up. And she got yeah. in trouble for that as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Bella is that way, too. Yeah. You know? Like, she's not a total doormat. Um, I actually just opened to a part that I underlined, because it reminded me of Twilight. It said, October, November, December passed away. Oh, wow. Isn't that so cool? That must be on purpose that Stephanie did that with those months and i noticed in jane Eyre the word twilight was just used a lot okay like here i underlined this on page 41 i wrote third mention it says um great gray hills heaved upon the round of the horizon as twilight deepened we descended a valley that was the third mention it was only page 41 i think it happened like so many more times that can't be a coincidence and like with those months especially like Mm -hmm. stephanie could have chosen any time of year for that breakup Mm -hmm. to happen didn't have to be then i mean the timeline is like very condensed that's so true i'm sure that was on purpose she may have like no i don't think stephanie like purposefully sat down and said i'm gonna write these books to be like them but if she loves them so much it's like subconsciously yeah exactly that way you know Mm -hmm. that's what i think so yeah jane Eyre is working for edward rochester as the tutor for the girl and then she finds out this is like his first secret that the girl is the daughter of a woman he used to be involved with like Mm -hmm. in paris and the woman said it was his child like scandalous like sex (laughs) (laughs) but he doesn't think it is his kid Mm -hmm. so she's like his board as they used to call it um so that's the first secret and then they end up like falling in love and i will say i thought 
Mr. Rochester was just as moody as Edward, but mm-hmm. also as interesting and intriguing. But I think he was, same with Heathcliff, like, a little meaner. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And, well, Heathcliff is a lot meaner, but... Well, his reasoning for being mysterious is not as sound as, like, I'm a dangerous person against yeah. my own will. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess vampire is a bit extreme, but yeah. there's this part where, and I don't get how he pulled this off, he, like, dressed up as a gypsy woman or something. Or, yes. Like, as a fortune teller. Yes. And, and tricked her. Yeah. He had all these com- this company over, and there was this woman that was into him, and That's crazy. he pretended to be a fortune teller, and... <laughs> to get secrets out of her. Yeah. That's crazy. But Edward would do it if he could. I know. I mean, I thought it was funny, but... Well, it's like, kind of like fuck? that sense of, like, needing to, like, read her mind in a way. That's so true, Mel. Like, to, like, yeah. understand who she is. Yeah. Because I feel like he wouldn't really make a move until he knew mm-hmm. how she felt. That's so funny. Oh, my God. I just underlined... I just opened to a random page, like... It says, when he would sometimes pass me haughtily and coldly, just acknowledging my presence by a distant nod or a cool glance, and sometimes bow and smile with gentlemanlike affability, his changes of mood did not offend me because I saw that had nothing to do with their alternation. The ebb and flow depended on causes quite disconnected with me. So, Edward. So, Edward. The moodiness. And the way it's described, so Bella. Yeah, so Bella. I know. I Guys, if you've never read Jane Eyre and you love Twilight, you should definitely read it. And I would recommend Wuthering Heights 2. I think it's, like, a very exciting book, but the narration isn't, like, yeah. Twilight, you know. So, anyway, they do end up falling in love, and it's very exciting. And I was like, whoa, oh, my God. But, but then they go to get married, mm-hmm. and someone objects yep. at the altar, and you're like, what the fuck? And the reason is he's already married. Mm -hmm. And who's he married to? A person in the attic. (laughs) (laughs) A lunatic. Yeah. That's offensive. I know. They've been (laughs) locked up in the attic this whole time. And this, I forgot to mention, there's been incidences like his curtains caught on fire. Yeah. So you think it's like a ghostly presence. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the word vampire was even used too. Mm-hmm. during these parts because none of this is twilight like no no but like the mystery yeah, i think true. is like what's going on you know um but turns out he's already married i know it is offensive i know it was a different time so they didn't understand and mental health stuff mean mm-hmm. like i don't know i don't know how he he describes it like his i think it was like his father's friend or something yeah like tried to get him to marry this woman and she seemed fine to him so he agreed also back then they didn't really get to know each other that well before getting married so he didn't know she had issues and i don't know in the book she's just trying to kill him and stuff so yeah yeah. i'm not sure what her issues quite are but like she's been in the attic the whole time yeah that's quite a secret (laughs) i know But I think that is honestly worse than being a vampire. <laughs> so Jane, Jane's so upset. And also she's very religious and mm. is like, I can't be your mistress. Yeah. Like, despite how much I love you, we can't be together because mm-hmm. I'll always be your mistress yeah. and whatever. So she just runs away. And mm. this part was crazy. It kind of reminds me of Bella, like, when she's in the woods and yeah. she's just so broken down and she's lying in the forest. 
Jane runs off and she has no money. Mm-hmm. No prospects. No, but she has <laughs> no money and she's almost going to die. Like, she's yeah. been walking for days. <sighs> she's exhausted. She's starving. She has mm. nowhere to go. She's just, like, homeless. And then, luckily, this family takes her in. And weirdly, coincidentally, they turned out to be her cousins. Mm, St. John, her <laughs> yeah. cousin who she grew up with. Yeah, St. John. No, she didn't grow up with him. It oh. was like the different side of the family. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, it's not the cousin that... No. Oh, okay. She had other... So, like, in the beginning of the story, she lived with some cousins. I think that cousin ended up, like, dying of alcoholism oh, or something. Okay. I know. Oops. Um. So, yeah, this guy, St. John, who is her cousin... Oh, and her dad's side of the family. Yeah, dad's side of the family. Tries to propose to her, and she's, like, thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And they were going to go to India. Again, cousin marriage. Um, (laughs) Yeah. She was contemplating it, for sure. She was. She was going to do it. He didn't really seem that in love with her, though. Mm -hmm. He just thought she was, like, an obedient wife figure. But then she hears Mr. Rochester. Mm -hmm. She, like, hears his voice so new moon Mm -hmm. and she just runs out and then she finds her way back to the house and finds out that the house is burnt down Mm -hmm. by the crazy woman by the crazy woman in the attic (laughs) what's her name um i forget now i I have so many post-its guys it's like Mm -hmm. psycho how many post-its i have i read her name i remember that her the woman that took care of her was named jane pool though Mm -hmm. but i forget what her name was but anyway his Mr. Rochester's wife did set the house on fire, and I think he tried to save her, so okay, yeah. that's nice, but she died. Yeah, sad. And so Jane finds Mr. Rochester after, I think, like a year apart, and now he's widow, obviously, yeah. so he's free game, but he's <laughs> blind now. From the fire? Yeah. How does that happen? I don't know. I think <laughs> something, like, fell on him. I guess it could happen, and I think something happened to his arm too i was happy for them but i was also like i can't believe it yeah like after all this time they're back together and he's blind Is there symbolism in him being blind hmm. i don't know what do you think i hadn't really thought about it i don't know i mean it's it like punishment or something yeah maybe but they do end up together so it's nice but you know unlike twilight i feel like it is more of a bittersweet ending like mm-hmm. you know well i mean in a way twilight is a bittersweet ending she can't have a relationship with her mom anymore yeah it things will never be the same with her human life she mm-hmm. she's never gonna grow up and be the different stages of life that most people get i mean it's that's true she does get to be a mom which is lucky yeah. but yeah yeah, so that's be a true. Oh, yeah, I just opened to a part that reminded me of Jacob, too. The guy, St. John, her cousin, she said, I regard you as a brother. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I had so much fun reading these. I felt like I was in school again, like, researching for a paper. Like, yeah. Yay, but it was Twilight. Oh, I regret mm. not doing that oh it's okay i mean you can always read them um oh i think this is after her and mr rochester like after she leaves it reminded me of 
anyone, I guess it says, I was weeping wildly as I walked along my solitary way. Fast, fast, I went on like one delirious, a weakness beginning inwardly, extending to to the limbs seized me and I fell. I lay on the ground some minutes, pressing my face to the wet turf. I had some fear or hope that here I should die, but I was soon up, crawling forward on my hands and knees, and then again raised to my feet, as eager and as determined as ever to reach the road. That's so new moon. I know. Yeah, they were just so twilight. I had this realization, though, like, reading these two books. I feel like the best part of these mm-hmm. books, or, like, the most exciting parts, is when Kathy and Heathcliff are reunited after Heathcliff's gone for, like, three years, and when Jane yeah. and Miss Rochester are reunited after being apart for, like, a year. Mm-hmm. And both times you, like, don't know if they're going to get back together mm-hmm. or whatever. And it made me think that, like, the climax of the Twilight Saga... Might be a new moon. Yeah. And a new moon. Which when I was younger, I didn't like new moon. And I didn't think it was... I was so upset that Edward wasn't really yeah, in it. Yeah, exactly. But now I feel like it's the whole point. It, no, seriously. You know? They, new moon is the most necessary book in the series, I think. Me too. And it's so funny. I used to think Eclipse is my favorite. Mm-hmm. And it's Eclipse is the one that I think... And I, I don't really mean this. Actually, maybe Breaking Dawn. That they could do away with, but I do think Eclipse is really important mm-hmm. for, like, that choice aspect of yeah. it. But New Moon is, it's everything. Yeah. I think, Edward needs to leave. I know. I agree. And I didn't think that when I was, like, 14, 13. Mm-hmm. I hated that he left, but... Now I think that that makes it so much more powerful. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there are some things I like about Breaking Dawn, but after just, like, reading these books and then thinking about the saga in comparison, I do kind of think Breaking Dawn is just, like, extension yes. of it, you know? Yeah. Like, they're reuniting in the love triangle, and then, I don't know. And then, <laughs> uh, this. I guess it's miscommunication yeah. about a, a child vampire, which yeah. is the legal <laughs> according to the Volturi, mm-hmm. and we're gonna spend a lot of time meeting other vampires and yeah. learning about their powers. Like it's like a, a yeah, a dream mm-hmm. that you. Uh, well, it's not even like people falling in love with the wrong person though. Like yeah, it's just everything you want to know about the mythology you can learn it in this book yeah true true i know it's like a bonus in a way Mm -hmm. not to say like i do like seeing edward and bella but it doesn't feel like a classic book (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think if this was a book from i don't know that century it would have ended with eclipse yeah probably Mm -hmm. there would have been a wedding at the end of eclipse Mm -hmm. And no sex scene. Yeah, yeah, no sex. But there really yeah. isn't a sex scene. Yeah, in that's the book. true. I know there isn't. It's just like face to black. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's basically the gist of it. Um, I really enjoyed reading them. So if you guys haven't read them and you miss Twilight, like I would recommend it. And now I want to read. I'm going to need to take a little break. I think I'm going to read, like, a modern book now. But then I would like to read more, like, Jane mm. Austen and stuff. Yeah. Because I really like those kind of books. Yeah. You know what? I'll be honest. Like, I feel like I have been struggling with reading as much in the past mm. 
few months or mm. not past few months i but aren't you reading mm. um yes i am reading what's the title again how to how to is win it influence people? And influence people oh win friends and influence people which yeah. is from the 1930s mm-hmm. it's a classic book people <laughs> in business read it all the time and honestly i think it really has helped me it's like a self-help book yeah self-help book mm-hmm. like um i really find myself like trying to exhibit the behaviors like at work and stuff but I it's kind read of it. yeah it's like a book that people read for like business and everything but um, i still want to read it but like i i do feel like just like, the past few years, like, I haven't been able to read the types of books that I used to read in mm-hmm. school mm-hmm. because I was so burnt out in college because I yeah. would, I was a literature major, so all the books that I read would be, like, I would, there's times when I would do, like, three literature <laughs> classes a semester, wow. and so reading wasn't for fun. Like, it was for yeah. the purpose of getting a good grade, and, like, I really struggled with other things throughout college, and so... I associate like sometimes especially reading for a purpose like reading for the podcast mm-hmm. like with uh having to just like meet deadlines and that can mm. be hard I hope you can change your perspective somehow. yeah yeah I, know. <laughs> I I don't know I didn't take that many at the same time I guess I would have like literature class and then writing class yeah i stacked it terribly in the the most stressful way because i was kind of like a nerd i felt in my literature classes i was like weirdly into it and i'd be like laughing to like 17th century jokes or whatever Um, that was me in high school when i just had one literature class so if you have three yeah at a time it's it's impossible and I think you should just follow where your interests go. I mm-hmm. mean, some of the books you might be weren't interested in. I think some professors are trying to be like force you. I don't know. They're trying to show students unusual things, or maybe I don't. I don't know what your professors yeah, are having exactly. you read. I but hated like, a girl is a half form thing. Oh, like, I feel like that was her like, other book was way better. Yeah, I read them both. Yeah, it was very depressing. Yeah, it was very dark. Yeah, that her was her book- trauma literature class. <laughs> I oh my god, <laughs> I like the writing style. Like when I first read Emma McBride's books, mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, I will never be such a good writer as this." But it's very, very depressing. The other one, um, the Lesser Bohemian, it's Lesser mm-hmm. Bohemians. It's called. It's kind of just like a girl hooking up with like an older actor. Oh, okay. And like she wants to be a bohemian. Like yeah. I don't know. It's more fun, I think. Yeah, but. A girl's a half-formed thing. Yeah, I wasn't she like with the uncle. I'm pretty sure she was like yeah, with as her a uncle. Child. Yeah, it's very dark. Um, I not to sound like a stoner because I don't really think I am one, but I sometimes take edibles, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I take them for period cramps. But mm. I recommend reading some 19th century literature on edibles. It mm. is. Honestly, my favorite activity. Wow. I love to I'll read. But also, if you're reading something like this, I feel like you're just so into it and so focused, and you're like, wow. Like, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Like, <laughs> you just feel like so there, and like people are not that different from so long ago. And yeah. that's why I like it, because I like the reminder that people haven't changed that yeah, much. Yeah, no, I think you know? it's so cool to read pieces mm-hmm. of the past. But some of it's hard. I mean, I, I have tried to read this book by Virginia Woolf, like, three times, and mm. I've never gotten past, like, chapter two. And it's on my list. I want to read it 
just because I own it. I should probably just get rid of it. But yeah. Um, sometimes it is like, oh. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> just like separating it from like something that you have to do yeah. because you're going to be tested on it. Like mm-hmm. that I really struggle with or like because mm-hmm. you have to write an essay on it. Like and obviously mm. the podcast is different from that. But I at this point in my life only want to associate books with something that I just personally want to do for yeah for fun I know well that's twilight and literature now for our next segment what's our next topic Mel? <laughs> next as people have recommended they want to hear our favorite quotes from the series oh which was hard it was to really come up hard with. how did you do it I went through the books and saw what I had underlined. Me too. But some things I didn't underline, but I just came across and I was like, okay, wait, that is a favorite. Yeah. But it was really hard, I think, to balance quotes with the most common quotes that people always talk about because, like, there was a natural instinct to pick things that people don't talk about. Yeah. But there was sometimes, like, I didn't pick these, but, like, how how would I rank, like, so the lion fell in love with the lamb? Oh, yeah. Because that is a really iconic quote. That is. You know? And I didn't know. I didn't want to put, like, a, yeah. a list of just the basic lines <laughs> that everybody already knows. I think some of mine are kind of basic. Mm-hmm. Just a warning. My list. But. And you have t- ten quotes? Wait, no. Oh, I have ten. Okay, I have six. That's good. Okay. I thought we were doing five. Oh. And I was like, oh, man, I'm cheating by having six. Okay, I have ten. You should so read all ten. I'll read the the uh, ten through okay. six, and then okay. we'll just go back and forth. Sorry, I don't know why I thought it was top five. I bet. It would have been so much easier. I literally, because I did it with, oh. like, these posted things, and I was like, I have to eliminate one. <laughs> I bet we both will have overlap, though. Yeah, I bet. This was really fun. It was really, really fun. And it actually made me start. I don't I don't think I'll keep doing it. Maybe I will, but I started reading the first <laughs> chapter of Eclipse, and I was just getting so Aww. into it. Some of yeah. mine are, you guys are going to be shocked that I included these, but they're funny. So, um, 10. Oh, my gosh. 10. Okay, first of all, most of these are from Midnight Sun. Okay. <laughs> Two of mine are. Uh, 10 is, I was abruptly and unexpectedly anxious. What if this gangly teen with his unhealthy skin was somehow pleasing to her? <laughs> Midnight Sun. I love that part. Edward, page 101. Nice. And he's talking about, uh, Eric. I just think it's funny, you know? Yeah, it is. Um, and by the way, like, if you're thinking, like, really, with that, I, like, literally transcribed every single quote that I had underlined from all the books. Oh, my gosh. And then ranked them. a lot them. of work. So these wow. actually did beat out some of the classic wow. quotes. Quote nine. Okay, I actually do really love this one. <laughs> Carlisle spoke softly. I look at my son, Aww. his strength, his goodness, the brightness that shines out of him, and it only fuels hope that that faith... More than ever, how could there not be more for one such as Edward? New Moon, page 37. Oh, that is a beautiful mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. Just beautiful. Okay. Uh, eight. I barely recognized Lauren. She'd cut off all her blonde <laughs> corn silk hair. Now she had a pixie cut so short that the back was shaved like a boy. What an <laughs> odd thing for her to do. I wish I had known the reason behind it. 
Did she get gum stuck in it? Did she sell it? Had all the people she was habitually nasty to cut her behind the gym and scalp her? I decided it wasn't fair for me to judge her now by her former opinion. For all I knew, she turned into a nice person. New Moon, page 134, which was like, okay. Bella! What the fuck? (laughs) That's so Jane Eyre, though. I know. The conclusion she comes to at the end, like, oh, I don't know her anymore. I feel like that's so Jane. But also, like, yeah, some women cut their hair, but also it's kind of funny. Like, (laughs) it is how savage that is. (laughs) I know. Um, Okay, so seven, and then I want to hear your six. Classic. I don't see how that is any of your business, stupid shiny Volvo owner. (laughs) The wasting of finite resources is everyone's everyone's business. business. Twilight, page 83. (laughs) That's so good. Okay. I stupidly didn't even number them. I just put a post-it. I'm just trying to remember. But I think this is what I thought was number six. Only like one sentence. Could a dead, frozen heart break? Mm. I felt as though mine would. Page 108 from Midnight Sun. That might be on my list. (laughs) (laughs) I just like that line. It's it's sweet, sad, and it's interesting to me. I don't know what is even next. My God, I'm so disorganized. (laughs) I know. What's your number six? Okay, my six is kind of long. It's... Um, it was really, really hard to pick it's just really one hard. quote from this chapter, but do you mind telling me what, okay, wait, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm blushing. Do you <laughs> mind telling me what it is about this bed that you object to? Before I could answer, before I could even concentrate enough to make sense of his words, he rolled to his side, pulling me on top of him. <gasps> he held my face in his hands, angling it up so that my mouth could reach my throat. His mouth could reach my throat. My breathing was too loud. It was almost embarrassing, but I couldn't quite care enough to be ashamed. The bed, he asked again. I think it's nice. <laughs> and then later on that page, she writes, cold as ice, his tongue lightly traced the shape of my lips. Oh, my God. Page That's 186 so Eclipse. I know. That was hard, though. I didn't even include the leg hitch there. What? That is hard. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? I didn't put any kissing scenes in my quotes. I, I, honestly, it was overwhelming to even... Like, <laughs> it's hard. I know. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to put this for number five. Mm-hmm. It's really short again. Oh, that's so interesting. You don't even have Breaking Dawn on the table right now. Yeah, I know. That's, Spoiler. Yeah, I don't even have Breaking Dawn. I don't think I have Breaking Dawn in mine. Yeah, Breaking Dawn's not on the table. <laughs> I have all the books out mm-hmm. right now. Um, but not BD. Okay, this is what it is. That's the beautiful thing about being human, he told me. Things change. Oh, I love that. That's it. That's so simple, but I, I love that. Oh, and that was, um, that's in Twilight and page 478. I love this. Going <laughs> Me the too. Quotes. Okay, my number five is, uh, though it was impossible, we belonged together. Everything was wrong with this picture. A killer and an innocent leaning close, each basking in the presence of the other, totally at peace. It was as if we'd somehow ascended to a better world where such impossibilities existed. Mm. Edward, Midnight Sun, page 366. Mm. That's nice. Mm -hmm. I 
feel underprepared because I'm, I'm like, <laughs> at, I have them all sticky noted, mm-hmm. but I don't even know which one is what <laughs> number. I'm deciding right now. <laughs> um, okay, I guess I'll say this one for four. I'm surprised. I'm surprised this is one of the ones I chose. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And it's kind of cheesy, and it's yeah. kind of basic. Mm-hmm. But here I go. This is, I chose the Midnight Sun version, but it's in Twilight, too. Yeah. So this is Midnight Sun. He says, Twilight, again, I mused. Another mm. ending. No matter how perfect the day is, it always has to end. These days mattered so much and ended so quickly. She tensed. Some things don't have to end. That's it. I love that. <laughs> no, yeah, I think it was really hard to know, like, which lines. I'm like, okay, I love this line. Yeah. And if this wasn't a story that everybody quoted all the t- time, I would I include this here? I know. I mean, I struggled because I'm glad you put, like, the kissing scene in Eclipse because mm-hmm. I love a lot of the kissing scenes. But, yeah, it seemed hard to pick, like, a quote for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? It was, like, the whole thing. So I didn't <laughs> even try. But, yeah. <laughs> Just the parts that I really, like, got the most um, mm-hmm. excited about, I thought, were my favorite. But it's so hard. Okay, four. Every aspect of being a vampire, all but the danger to her, was suddenly acceptable to me because it was what had let me live long enough to find Bella. Edward Midnight's on page 381. Mm-hmm. I just like that. that, I think, perfectly encapsulates i don't know edward's love for bella which is the thing that i am so drawn to about twilight the fact that this beautiful guy you know loves her and like as a you know 13 year old girl thinking about someone possibly loving me like Mm -hmm. that way was so appealing and i love to see edward also in midnight sun just so happy and like let himself be happy for a brief little while yeah (laughs) okay i'm looking at (laughs) this quote i have and i'm judging myself i don't know (laughs) why i put it it's also so similar to the last one i did and it's also very basic guys mine are like so obvious (laughs) no but i think they're like the tagline in a way i think (laughs) they're the tagline for a reason at least i didn't spoiler i didn't do so the line fell in love with the lamb Mm -hmm. but okay this is really similar to the last one but this is also in twilight and this is the name it's it's twilight and we're murmured (laughs) looking at the western horizon obscured as it was with clouds his voice was thoughtful as if his mind were somewhere far away i stared at him as he gazed unseeingly up the windshield i was still staring when his eyes suddenly shifted back to mine it's the safest time of day for us he said answering the unspoken question in my eyes the easiest time but also the saddest in a way the end of another day the return of the night darkness is so predictable don't you think he smiled wistfully. i like the night <laughs> so cheesy without the dark we never see the stars i frowned not that you'd see them here much. Anyway, I don't know. I feel like I like it because it's about him being a vampire yeah. and it like conveys the vibe of Twilight. It's the um, vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I think that probably would be in mine if I wasn't so in my head about mm-hmm. like what was obvious. But I do have one pretty obvious one. 
Oh. Um, well, I guess the finite resources one is. Um, I love that one. Okay, speaking of obvious, uh, three. I must not have been as transparently obvious and out of control as I'd thought, still observant as she was. How could she not realize that I was in love with her? I sifted through our conversation, almost surprised that I hadn't said the words out loud. It had felt as though the, that knowledge was the subtext of every conversation. Mm-hmm. Edward, again, Midnight Sun, page 230. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my next one is so obvious. Uh, it's probably my next one, too. It's so I bet insane. It is. What is it? It's okay, so it's basic. <laughs> It's not, okay. Yeah. Okay, my top one is probably so obvious. I'm just, you know, I guess I was thinking too much about, like, like what's a classic mm-hmm. quote? I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited. It, it, <laughs> you're going to know from, like, the first word. It's so <laughs> obvious. But I love it, okay? It? <laughs> All right. It's... <laughs> It's about three things that's absolutely positive. First, Edward was a vampire. Second, there was a part of him I didn't know how potent that part would be. The thirst is for my blood. And third, I was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. Oh my god, though. To hear that, like the classic lines I think in the mm-hmm. second to last episode, it is making me emotional. Yes, it's on the back of the book. <laughs> but, but for a reason... It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Judge me if you want. <laughs> I feel like this is one that you have. Maybe. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Time passes even when it seems impossible. Even when each tick of the second hand aches like the pulse of blood behind a bruise, it passes unevenly in strange lurches and dragging lulls, but it does pass even for me bella new moon page 93 mm-hmm. is that one you have that is my number one quote oh i'm so yep. sad i spoiled it that's okay <laughs> but yeah that was that's my favorite mm-hmm. probably do you want to read it again no that's okay <laughs> but i just love that part mm-hmm. and i think it's so i feel like a lot of my quotes were sad it was like about mm-hmm. I don't know, like, oh, another day ending, blah, <laughs> yeah. blah, But I just think that quote perfectly describes how it feels to be heartbroken. And you mm-hmm. do feel like, how can life go on? But it yeah. just does, mm-hmm. you know? And when you get to that part in the moon, you're reading it for the first time, it's like, oh, yeah, what? It's beautiful. It's, yeah. Right after. What if my mm-hmm. favorite quote was October? <laughs> <laughs> just October. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. October, November, December. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. What's your number one quote? My now? number one is I feel like I have so much midnight sun on here, but I swallowed Bella's tear. Perhaps it would never leave my body after she left me, after all the lonely years had passed. Maybe I would always have this piece of her inside me. Edward, Midnight Sun, page four hundred and forty four. That was one of my quotes. That oh, I what? got rid of. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it would have made your top 10. It would have been in my top mm-hmm. 10, yeah. I love that part. And I loved that in Twilight when, like, you see him taste the tear mm-hmm. and I'm like, what the heck? What just happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just so poetic and sweet. Mm-hmm. But it was really hard to pick. 
I know. I wonder if I should look at some of my honorable mentions. Yeah, you should. I have you some written down. down. <laughs> Let's see. I guess, I don't know. I was, even though the reason might be just that they're more popular, I was kind of like, what parts stick with me? You mm-hmm. know, like, do I think about that quote much or whatever? So that's why I ended up with some of the basic ones. Oh, I really liked In the Night Sun. I could have killed him for no reason but to enjoy it, which is Edward talking about money. Oh. <laughs> and the moon, try to sleep, Bella. No, I want you to kiss me again you're overestimating my self-control mm. which is tempting you more my blood or my body <laughs> i challenge it's a tie he grinned briefly now why won't you stop pushing your luck and go to sleep edward i know i really liked in the clips oh wait no, i already read that oh i liked this is the last one i'll read okay any moon if romeo was really gone never coming back would it have mattered whether or not juliet had taken paris up on his offer maybe she would have tried to settle into the leftover scraps of life that were left behind maybe that would have been as close to happiness as she got i sighed and then groaned when the sigh scraped my throat I was reading too much into the story. Romeo wouldn't change his mind. That's why people still remembered his name, always twined with hers, Romeo and Juliet. Mm. That's why it was a good story. Juliet gets dumped and ends up with Paris would have never been a hit. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Oh, wait. Okay, one more. Okay. I'd never seen anything more beautiful. Even as I ran, gasping and screaming, I could appreciate that. And that last seven months meant nothing. And his words in the forest meant nothing. And it did not matter if he did not want me. I would never want anything but him, no matter how long I live. That's (sighs) the Bronte moment. Yes, it really is. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I wish that was on my list. That's on my list now. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard. It was so hard. <laughs> it was. But you know what? The lion found in love with the lamb. Beautiful. Gotta put that up there, too. My own personal brand of heroin. Oh, I gotta put that up there, too. <laughs> what if I'm not the hero? What, what if, if I'm, I'm the bad guy? guy? <laughs> gotta put that up. What, what's another, like, classic line? I'm a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a virgin. Nickname my daughter. <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster. Monster. <laughs> Where have you been, Loki? I don't think that's in the book. Me neither. Am I wrong? I don't think so. I don't so. think it is. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. What would be a? What's a classic line from the Breaking Down book? Maybe like the way end. Oh, the way way end. Uh, yeah. Here with me. I'm gonna botch the quote, but like carried on into our piece of forever. Yeah. Yeah. Forever. Forever. Yeah, forever. Just forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the quote. All right. So next we're going to talk about the graphic novels, which is tough because it's like, it's a very visual experience, yeah. obviously. And so how do you do a podcast about it? Mm-hmm. We're going to find out. <laughs> yeah. It might not translate to yeah. audio. So I have volume one, mm-hmm, which is a picture of Bella, mm-hmm. and I have volume two, and these were um, drawn by the same person who drew the illustrations in the illustrated guide. Oh, yes, yes, which yes. Which is Young Kim. These are given to us by our listener, Mary Mac. It's very beautiful. So I have like the beginning of the mm-hmm. book, and then you have the second half. 
it's definitely a different experience. You know, like, you, you there's some narration, mm-hmm. but you do lose I don't know of it. if the dialogue, too, is actually the exact dialogue from <laughs> the, the scenes. Yeah. Like, I'm just reading when Bella meets the Collins. Carla, Esme, this is Bella. It's nice to see you again, Dr. Collins. Please call me Carlisle. It's very nice to, to know you, like, Esme says that. Thank you. I'm glad to meet you, too. Hey, Edward. Hi, Bella. How, you do smell nice. I never noticed before. That's Alice, which, guys, you can't see this, but, like, Alice is basically, like, strangling Bella by how close <laughs> she's hugging her. But I guess, like... It, it's a different experience, but you have the visuals to, like, fill in what the mm-hmm. the pros would say. Yeah, Alice is, like, holding Bella's hands. <laughs> I like the... <laughs> this is so not interesting, but I was going to say, I like the pages that are in color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you can, like, see Edward's topaz eyes and hair and stuff, and it's cool. Oh, my God. I love the pages. First of all, look at this. Edward with his finger and it's oh hot. hot i don't have oh, that this is when he drinks the tear Aww. oh my god that that's so sexy yeah it's like bella dot 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 edward <laughs> where did everybody go giving us some pri- privacy i suppose he is good looking something about bella's hair throws me off yeah it's so long straight i don't know it's just not really how i pictured it yeah it's insanely long oh the parts in color are very beautiful kind of new moon vibes i love the parts when they're like kissing though it's it's honestly like oh my gosh you're right that's oh wow (laughs) i've got one right here oh my god I have one where they're lying Gasp. down. Let's see. I just saw it. This. They're lying oh my, down on they're the on couch. They're on a couch. <gasps> Their legs that like entangled. Wow. Swish. What is that happening? <laughs> what what, what's happening here? You're still waiting for the running and the screaming, aren't you? I hate to burst your bubble, but you're really not as scary as you think you are. I don't find you scary at all, actually. You really shouldn't have said that. So mm-hmm. wish. But then why are they lying on a couch after? Mm. I think in the book he like just throws her across the room. Oh, like, okay. Oh, this is them like flying through the trees. Oh, that's so beautiful. Kind of wish they made a breaking dawn. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. <laughs> Graphic novel. I want to see the honeymoon. <laughs> Wait, okay. is this supposed to be Jacob here? There's no picture anywhere in that. Oh hmm. yeah, I think I that's guess him. They left it at home. Yeah. Okay, they do make Jacob look really hot. But kind of too similar to Edward Damn. in a way. I know. That's why I like the colored pages because I was even thinking. I don't know. In black and white, he doesn't look too otherworldly compared mm-hmm. to even like Mike. That's a problem. Oh yeah, look at this. That's sexy. <gasps> He's that, kissing her Oh neck. my god! That that second picture. <laughs> that's really sexy. Oh my god! Wait, I gotta take a picture of that. <laughs> yeah, guys. There's not much to say besides like. <laughs> yeah, besides cartoon Edward is really hot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I don't god. know what to say. Uh, 
Whoa. <laughs> We're looking at them the now. <laughs> Look at his back. Wow. Look at that. The way he's got his hands around her wrists. Guys. This is hot. Bring me the shackles. I'm <laughs> yeah, your I'm your prisoner. I almost put that on my list too. <laughs> I almost did. Angela in this looks kind of spunky. She's like really curly hair and like some mm, little braids. I think this is her. I don't know if you can see that well. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of them look the same though. I know. Oh yeah, Alice has very short hair. Yeah, very spiky. Mm-hmm. Mike's cute. I guess he does have more of a baby face. Oh, it's funny. There's this one page where, like, it's black and white, but they still put the red in Victoria's hair. <laughs> I like that. You need that. Mm-hmm. Alice does have sort of a Tim Burton-ish look to her. Yeah. Like, in this picture, she's really small, but she looks kind of, like, gothic. Yeah. Know. Cool. I wonder if anybody only read the graphic novels. <laughs> I'm sure there's one person. It's gotta be somebody. Oh my god, look at this. The prom. Oh. Bella in her beautiful blue dress. Edward kissing her neck. Wow. It's not funny. I'm serious. I know. And you're that willing. So ready for it for this to be the end. For this to be the twilight of your life. That your life has barely started. You're ready to give up everything. It's not the end. It's the beginning. <laughs> You're ready now then. Um, yes. <laughs> right now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> you can't believe that I would give in so easily. The girl can dream. Is that what you dream about? Being a monster. Not exactly. Mostly a dream <laughs> about being with you forever. <laughs> That's a classic line. That too. is a classic line. We could have we could have included that. Is this picture of her butt? <laughs> what? For what scene? <laughs> I think she's like going up the stairs or something. <laughs> oh my god! This artist really—I wonder how long this took. Must have taken so long. She had to draw everything. I know. And the consistency between the different mm -hmm. characters. It's beautiful. But, yeah, there's not a lot to say. Mm -hmm. You gotta just see it for yourself. Yeah. These are the only ones created, right? Yeah, they think. didn't make them for New Moon or Eclipse or Breaking Dawn, which mm. I'm not surprised because... Like we said, the amount of work that goes into something like this is profound. Mm -hmm. So probably would have been really expensive to pay the artist to do it. And yeah, there might have not been a lot of sales from this, to be honest. I know. There might not have been. Very cool collector's item. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thing to have. Okay, so finally, which is very nice that someone even wanted to hear this. People, well, one person asked <laughs> that we interview our parents and ask them their thoughts on our obsession with Twilight. And mm -hmm. so we both recorded our parents talking about it. Mm -hmm. And here you go. This is Mel's parents. My mom and dad. Um, okay, so I'm here with my mom and dad, Kevin and Mary. Hi. Hi. Hi, Hi everybody. Um, <laughs> Okay. Oh, 
My dad is hard of hearing, so I did have to yell kind of so he could hear me. <laughs> I hope that's okay. Yeah, this is wonderful. <laughs> so I guess my first question is, what do you make of my obsession with Twilight? Well, I think it's great. Yeah. It's wonderful to have a hobby. I think it's a little over the top. <laughs> okay, a little over the top. Okay. I think it's wonderful. Do I really you, do. Do you remember when we first went to see it together, Mom? Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. I do. I loved it. You did. And I read all the books because of you. Mm -hmm. And only because of you. Yeah. Aww. We have something to talk about. Which one's your favorite book? I don't really have a favorite. Well, I love New Moon. I, I like really, Breaking yeah. Dawn. Breaking Dawn. Breaking Dawn for Dad, yeah. yeah. Well, he didn't read it. Oh, you didn't read it, the book? Yeah, you read, read the book. Them. Oh, you did? Yeah, Breaking Dawn is my favorite. And I saw all the movies, too. Can you name them in order? Um, no, I couldn't write Twilight was, wasn't Twilight the first one? Yeah, what's the next <laughs> one? I don't know. I have no so idea. So, New Moon, what do you like about New Moon? <laughs> yeah, tell us. Please tell us. <laughs> I loved everything about it. It was okay. wonderful. All right. And I love when you wear the little T-shirts with Robert Pattinson, Pattinson on them. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's nice. And okay, so in Team Edward. Team Edward. Yeah, you have that <laughs> shirt. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the name of Twilight in Edward's point of view? The book. No, no don't be quizzing us on that. <laughs> oh, okay. You can't be quizzing us on things. That's funny. No, that's not fair. Okay. Really. And who well, so we have other interests. <laughs> Well, not really. The only reason I saw all the movies and read all the books <laughs> was because you were into it. Okay. And I did love it. I loved it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I actually did like it. Do you remember <laughs> when we saw New Moon? Okay, <laughs> Afterwards, you said you didn't like it because there were too many knives in it. I don't remember that, but I don't like violence. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> That's why it stood out for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so who's cute. your favorite character? My favorite character Charlie. would be yeah. Charlie. And what do you like about Charlie? Wow, I did not interview uh, my I mom, really. I probably did too. I normal. just like let her talk. And he's secretly, well, not so much secretly, but he's the most um, interesting character of all of them. Yeah. He reminds me of you, Kevin. Yeah. My husband. <laughs> yeah. My husband's like Charlie. <laughs> really? Yeah. How? I mean, what's not to like just like Charlie? Good person, down to earth. Yeah. Good, unselfish caring person he, you know, good he father up, puts he's up with father. his whiny daughter his ex-wife <laughs> mm -hmm. his ex-wife <laughs> he's just a good person yeah. yeah who's your favorite character i didn't have, i don't have a favorite character oh, okay. i really don't and so you're team edward i'm oh yeah, sorry i got oh my god sorry <laughs> the end no i accidentally oh my husband's like charlie really yeah. how I mean, favorite character i didn't have, i don't have a favorite character oh, okay. i really don't and so you're team edward i'm team Ed, team edward only because you are what do you think of jacob i thought he was a nice guy yeah i liked him yeah and i thought <laughs> if Edward didn't get out of that bad mood that you should go for jacob yeah he's moody yeah a little bit moody yeah you know? and dad who do you prefer edward or jacob oh definitely jacob really yeah definitely <gasps> jacob. okay uh, Why did you like his muscles? I just think, you know, he's a. Uh, I think he's a nicer person. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Um, <laughs> and I just think Edward and Bella had more chemistry. More chemistry. Oh yeah, I love the yeah. chemistry with them. Yeah. It was sad that in real life they broke up. I know. What that really that? bothered me. It was <laughs> in People magazine, mm -hmm. and I've been keeping up with all that. Oh. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
So what do you think about the people they're dating now? Not good. Not good. <laughs> oh, really? I want them back together. Yeah, me too. I really do. Um, and I still think you should go away to Washington every year mm-hmm. for the Twilight Convention. Oh, she does. Yeah. You've been doing it every year for the past five years. <laughs> so we've only gone twice. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Seems like it's been five years. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should still go. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? Your fans are expecting you to be there. <laughs> but, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. But it's time to move on to something else. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what did what did you think about the Thank podcast? Thank you, you Dad. <laughs> yeah, well, it, you've had great success with it. Mm-hmm. I think you've learned a lot from it. You've mm-hmm. had some trials and tribulations when you know, like uh, some of the uh, social media things mm-hmm. got cut off for no reason. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I think it's been a very good learning experience. You you know developed your own llc and <laughs> all that stuff so i think that i think this is a nice start obviously it's a passion yeah so hey but, what's your favorite episode of it favorite episode yeah the last one oh. <laughs> i've been listening to it no i mean the, your favorite episode of the podcast oh, the podcast. i do yeah. listen to the podcast you do yeah what's your favorite episode? i don't have a favorite one but i do listen yeah, to it you know why i listen to it I find out things about you that I have no idea that you think about that's through the podcast. I know. That's why I listen to it. I didn't get into the podcast until Sean mentioned that he was into it. Mm, I don't think Sean is listening to it. <laughs> that's Melissa's brother, mm-hmm. her twin, Sean. All right. Well, any closing statements? Uh, we're very proud of your uh, we're proud achievements of you. with Thank the you. Uh, podcast. We're so proud of you, everything you do. Yeah, I think it's a good learning experience. All right. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to your new podcast, mm-hmm. listening to that. Awesome. I am. And I do appreciate all the people, all you fans, that sent letters <laughs> and emails, because Melissa appreciates it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww. Very nice. Very nice. All right. And somebody made some underwear for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. yeah. No, but I don't put them all in the right. dryer. Put them in the dryer. All right. Yeah. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so my parents that's so sweet (laughs) yeah they i don't think they know anything about twilight (laughs) they know some they know a good amount they know the bare minimum that cracks me up i love what your mom said about i was very upset about that because i read people magazine i've been following them for years (laughs) yeah oh yeah she is into celebrity gossip so you know i gotta say just some things i've learned recently i'm a little skeptical of suki waterhouse now mm, too what a, what about her i think she's kind of a social climber mm-hmm. and i think she has been kind of around not in like a slut shaming way but in like a possibly in a pr way up and coming way yeah. yeah but i mean she doesn't post about Ron, i know though. i know but that's the thing someone actually one of our listeners did reach out and ask if we had listened to her new album which regretfully i have not <laughs> yet but uh-huh. there's some like rob stuff mm. in the album i guess and speaking of that fka twig she had that tiktok that was like when a guy is like oh, yeah, over six feet and like looks malnourished, and then it's a quote mommy from Euphoria, issues? yeah, with mommy issues, which does mommy Rob issues have mommy issues? I don't know. Maybe we it's, don't know. Yeah, I guess I would have never assumed, but um, and then it's like the quote from Euphoria. It's like 
did you know I was in love with you? So. Hmm. What does that mean? I don't know. She has dated a couple people, though. It's not necessarily Rob. He's not malnourished looking. A little bit. Yeah. I guess, like, <laughs> bags under his eyes. Yeah. yeah. At least he was maybe a couple years ago. I, I want to hear the recording from your mom. Okay. I... I'm going to put it on my dad, though. I'm going to do it. Okay. Maybe I'll call him. I talked to my mom and dad separately, but they are married. Mm-hmm. I just did it separately because my dad went to bed earlier, and my mom was there. So I just asked her what she thought, basically, of my obsession and the podcast. And I don't remember what she said, but here it is. Now I am. Okay. Well, we all read the book for book club. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I really enjoyed the book because it was very innocent. Like you were only in what middle school? Yeah. And I liked the love story because I always thought the best part of a love story was the temptation before you fall in love. Yeah. The falling in love part of it. So I really really liked the book. And then we went to the movie and I thought it was very magical. And I really thought it was just beautiful the way it was done and handled. And remember, I had one criticism. That there was too much detail? No, oh. I didn't like the way they sped everybody. Oh, like yeah. the way they made the they Cullens the oh, no, yeah. move quickly. Like in the book, he can run really fast. But when they did it on the screen, I didn't like the way that was done. <laughs> just kind of looked fake. And I didn't like it. I wish they just kind of not included that part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did but you it, think it was weird how obsessed I was with it? I didn't think you were any more obsessed than other people. I mean, remember, like, even with Harry Potter and all the books that came out, there were adults that were more into the books than the kids were. We'd go to the paper store, and friends I knew were there <laughs> waiting for the book, and they were planned to read it that night. Wow. So, no, I don't think... As a middle schooler, you were more obsessed than most people. I think it was just a normal obsession, and all parents want their kids to read. Mm -hmm. So I think I was happy that you were very into the book. I mean, the book's pretty thick. So for a middle schooler to be reading a book that's like 400 pages is pretty remarkable. I was reading like skinny little books, like The Cat Ate My Gym Suit when I was that age. (laughs) So... I thought it was pretty good, and I was happy. Cool. Cool. That should be good. Oh, that's, that's it. sweet. <laughs> no, that's like short and sweet, and uh, she knew actual details. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she may have just held on to that one thing. Like, I hated how fast they ran. Yeah. I don't think my mom that. could tell you one thing about the plot <laughs> in my life. But you know what? She has this wonderful ability that she can watch a movie she's seen a million times and still scream along to it. Oh, yeah. Like, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Get out of there. You've seen this movie. <laughs> and then my dad, David. My mom was Karen. I have to talk to him. Hi guys, so it's Kelly and I called my dad to interview him, but, and his name's David, but he declined being on the show, not in a mean way, he just said he didn't want to hear himself on the show, 
and you felt like you didn't have anything to add, which I was like, what the heck? Yes, you do. Um, but I did talk to him and he said I could quote him and he said he's very proud of us for doing the show, which is very nice of him. And he was just recalling how crazy it was, how obsessed myself and my sisters and Mel were when we were young and was saying that it felt like he was witnessing Beatlemania, that it was so crazy. And we were just talking about women he knew that were really into it. And he actually read the books too. And I asked him if he was Team Edward or Jacob, which I thought I knew the answer, but I was shocked because he said Team Jacob. What? And said that he likes to root for the underdog. Although he know he knew that Jacob and Ed, um, I was gonna say Jacob and Edward, Jacob and Bella were not going to end up together. But he still was rooting for him. And then he asked me if anyone ever wrote a story about Bella and Jacob ending up together. And I said, I'm sure there are fan fictions of it, but I personally have never read it. And anyway, we had a very nice discussion about the show and Twilight and how interesting it is to be so immersed in something for several years and to leave it. It's very strange. Um, but I love you, Dad. Thank you for being on the show in a way. Thanks for talking to me about this. And thanks for not judging me too much for having a Twilight podcast. And you're the best. Well, I'll get something from him. We have to go watch Survivor season finale. I know. So not related to Twilight. I know. Not really. Well, how would you? Hunting? Hunting. <laughs> they don't eat. <laughs> they don't eat. Um, but before we go, we do want to tease our new podcast. Oh my gosh. So like we said, we're not going to announce the name yet. We're going to save that. But we are doing a podcast which is inspired by our robston episodes mm-hmm. from years ago where we did a in-depth timeline of their relationship yes we loved that episode mm-hmm. that's definitely one of my favorite episodes ever hope you guys agree so <laughs> <laughs> so in our new podcast we're going to cover every single couple who's ever lived (laughs) and uh give you the nitty-gritty details of their relationship as we know them obviously we don't know them for real yep and it's going to be an in-depth timeline of how they came to be and how they came apart yep or maybe they're still together Mm -hmm. i think most of them will not be Mm -hmm. some will be historic some might be from like 50 years ago some might be modern Mm -hmm. and we're gonna be the same old cal and mel Mm -hmm. joking around you know i think the format where how we're gonna do it is we're gonna switch off like owning Mm -hmm. the couple um so like mel fits i'll do a couple Kelly will do a couple. <laughs> yeah. And we're so excited. We literally already have like a hundred ideas. Mm-hmm. We can't wait to do it. And I think if you're interested in romance and, you know, people's stories and there might be some Twilight overlap too. And we'll probably still like randomly mention 
you know, like yeah, what exactly. Rob's doing or like yeah. probably make some random Twilight references. Yeah. And, and I mean, we can yeah. do Rob and Kristen's, even though it's painful, yeah. their relationship with other people. Yeah. Or, you know, you I was thinking about doing Rami Malik's relationship, oh, yeah. current relationship, or Peter Facinelli's re- relationship oh, yes, with yes, Jenny yes. Garth. So there will be within that, you know, Twilight actors that we cover. And of course, if you guys like Twilight, you like romance, I'm guessing. So true, true, true. Mm-hmm. And heartbreak. Yeah. Even though we kind of already did it, like there's a lot going on with Nikki Reed. Yeah, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Her love triangle. Mm-hmm. But there's so many, and I hope I hope some of you will listen. Yeah, next episode we will tell you the name of it, mm-hmm. and we'll have a trailer, places for you to find it, and mm-hmm. yes, and yeah. we do also plan to do a giveaway. We don't know the details yet. Um, but um, it sounds like someone's going to tell us what they are but we have to come up with it <laughs> ourselves we haven't told ourselves what the details are yet yeah but. guys i'm a covid survivor yeah. so give me some yeah. patience girl. we need to we need to sit down in person together and yeah plan these Fitz. Fitz is just so excited can't wait mm-hmm. but yeah we're gonna have a giveaway I think it's going to be something like five people maybe or yeah. a certain number of people mm-hmm. of our current listeners. If you review our new show, mm-hmm. there will be a reward. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and obviously you don't know if it's a good show, but yeah, if you can be like, I'm excited for it, <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> we'll add your name to the, to the tally and then pick a couple yes. winners. So we're excited about that. Yes. And uh, we really hope that a lot of you guys follow us. It's bittersweet. Mm-hmm. It's bittersweet because this is really sad to be ending, but we're still going to be podcasting. And it's going to be really new in a way, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, tr- truly, we cannot run out of topics with this no. new podcast. I think of new ideas, like, every single day. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, 10% of them are not great ideas, but... Yeah. <laughs> There's so many possibilities, so mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah, and also like all of you, we welcome you to suggest ideas, people you yes. want us to cover. We want you to be involved, and we want to still hear from a lot of the same people. We yeah, we just cannot say enough how much we love all of you. It's words cannot describe mm-hmm. how grateful we are. <sighs> well, I guess I guess that's it. That's our second to last episode sad and also for our next episode we're gonna really reflect back on the podcast yeah favorite memories but if there's anything that you want to know i'm gonna probably ask on instagram too so you can write it there Mm -hmm. anything you want us to to say any questions you have about our opinions on things things that you want to hear people just talk about let us know and we will catch you next we catch you next time. Love you guys. In a way, we're in the twilight of our podcast. <laughs> we are. Sad. Time passes. Everything ends. <gasps> we love you, but we got a plan to catch. We got a plan to catch. See you next time. You can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight.
Theme music is by Traces. See you next time.